from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. This is You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. 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 You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. LaVon. Yes. Uh, you listen to the Roz and Mocha Show for, or you've been listening for how long? Oh, like probably seven, eight years. Oh, wow. Okay. So we're uh, creeping up on 14 years here on the Roz and Mocha yep. Show. Uh, LaVon texted in, said, hey, Roz and Mocha. For the first two years, I thought it was Mocha that said, let's do the news. Ha, ha, ha. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. We've heard that before, though. Yeah, I think it's because I'm the loud one on the show. That was exactly it. Because and you're never loud no, except sir. for the times when you scream out, let's do the news. Yeah. Yeah. And and when you when you put it that way, it actually does make sense. Because I'm ra- like I am rarely excited on this show. Let's be honest. <laughs> rarely. Know what you ask him? Are you ready? And then I thought, you know, he said yes, I'm ready. And then he goes ahead and says it. Oh, so you thought he does yeah. the setup? I say ready, or that I am ready, and then I just continue with yelling. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and I'll tell you what did not help this at all is that we went through a period, probably about five years, on this show. Where anytime somebody called up and said, hey, who yells, let's do the news. The problem was Mocha would always tell people it was him. Uh-huh. And it really messed with people because then nobody believed me that it was me. And because it was me until I then <laughs> said to you, up. hey, would you like the opportunity to yell on the radio? Okay, yeah. And then and then the other one is that people think that it's pre-recorded every single time. Uh-huh. Which, oh, let me get that recording ready. Stop it. Which it is, <laughs> which it is not. <laughs> uh, LaVon, would you like to uh, be a part of this and, and hear Roz yell out, let's do the news? Yeah, of course. You know what? It's so, it's so crazy because... My son and I, when, every time I drop him to school, we, listen, we wait till we hear that before I drop him off. Like, and then we always, you know, we always do like a cheer after you do it. So it's like a thing between my son and oh, I. Oh, that's uh, amazing. Hey, do you want me to yell, let's do the news? Or do you want to completely blow your kid's brain and uh, you get to yell, let's do the news? Oh, no, I can't. I can't. I of wish course you can. Come on, LaVon. No, no, man, I can't do it. You can't do you it? Know, I'll leave it to the professional. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, like it's some Get skill. ready to high five your kid, Levon. Here we go. All right. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. You are such a jackass. I swear to God. I swear. You hear that? High fives everywhere. <laughs> I swear to God. I hate you. You're the worst. You are the worst. <laughs> Got <he. laughs> Got He's such a troll. <laughs> Later, Levon. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the call. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Bam. A lot of legal stuff going on today, man. Like, tons. Oh, here we go. First up, the NYPD has ordered every single police officer in the entire city. Every rank to show up today in uniform. This is after Donald Trump was indicted yesterday. They're 
they are expe- <laughs> expecting the worst. <laughs> so uh, they indicted Trump on uh, campaign finance charges, and uh, he took to Truth Social, which is his, uh, I guess, social media app. It's like Trump Twitter, right? Mm. He said these thugs and radicals left left monsters have just indicated the 45th president of the United States. Do you think he got burned with autocorrect or do you think he misspelled indicted? Misspelled indicted. I don't think he has autocorrect on his. I think he ignored it. He was so angry. Yeah. I think he, I think he, uh, I think he got burned with, because you know some, because indicted, he'd put in all caps. And I've noticed sometimes when you put something in all caps, it doesn't spell check it for you. So maybe he did misspell it. That's a case we got to solve. Uh, so anyway, uh, I don't know who you want to hear from. You want to hear from, uh, let, let's do a little Mike Pence, former uh, Vice President Mike Pence, coming to Trump's defense here. Uh, well, I think the unprecedented indictment of a former president of the United States on a campaign finance issue is an outrage. Oh. And, and it appears to, uh, to millions of Americans be nothing more than a political prosecution that's driven by a prosecutor who literally ran for office on a pledge to indict the former president. But it wasn't just the oh, yeah, vice president. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't just and, a uh, and and here, thank you. And uh, here is uh, Michael Cohen. Now, Michael Cohen, of course, was Trump's former attorney. He's the one that took the money, paid Stormy Daniels, and then they did the whole cover up. But now he's not a fan of Trump at all. You know, he's. Right now, trying to play the tough guy. Oh, I'm going to, you know, make a spectacle out of this. First of all, the grifter in chief is going to try to do exactly what he's been doing, and that's to fundraise off of it. I think he made over $2 million. Who these dummies are that are giving their hard-earned dollars for a guy who gets indicted? I'm not sure. I didn't see anybody throwing that kind of money when I ended up getting indicted. It makes no sense to me at all. However, we do have to acknowledge that he is a former president and there is a certain amount despite whether he you think he should or should not receive that benefit he is a former president of the united states and there's a certain damn that guy guy straight up just like turned on his mans i know i know (laughs) in more legal news jonathan major's attorney has released text messages from the alleged victim uh, we know Jonathan was arrested uh, by New York City police last weekend and accused of assaulting a woman. Uh, the texts released by um, Jonathan's attorney claim that the woman sent him uh, texts dealing with the wrongdoing. Now, what they claim they say was she wrote him saying they, meaning the police, they just called to check on me. And I reiterated this was not an attack and they do not have my blessing on any charges being placed. Just call me when you're out. I love you is what apparently the text message reads. And uh, his attorneys also say that there uh, is video footage from inside the vehicle that will prove Jonathan's innocence as well. Moving on in more legal news. Oh, Jeez. Come on, man. It's all legal news today. Oh, okay. It's kind of awesome. I got nothing else. The Palm Beach Sheriff's Office said a 43-year-old, a 23-year-old, and a 25-year-old are now in custody over the bathroom beating of Takashi 69. Damn. They say uh, the three suspects were being booked into Palm Beach County Jail last night, according to uh, deputies. Takashi's bodyguard issued a challenge to uh, the attackers. I don't know if you saw this. 
he said four versus one, y'all weak ass bitches against me. <laughs> he said yeah. that's what he said. Yep. He said yep. bitches. Yep. He said it. Yes, he did. Yeah. And then he said, uh, you win, I pay you ten thousand dollars. If you lose, you die. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Accept the challenge. Come on. Didn't Takashi's like baby mama come out and say that the beating was embarrassing or even worse than that? I think she no. said that, I think she said that their child found yeah. it embarrassing. The daughter, you embarrassed the your daughter. You embarrassed your daughter? Damn. Oh God. What an absolute mess. So all three of them arrested. Arrested. And sort of legal news. Mike Fleiss, the uh man, man behind the, the creator of The Bachelor. Oh. Okay. Stepping down from the hit show after the investigation over workplace misconduct allegations was finished. Warner Brothers recently completed the investigation into claims of alleged racist behavior as well as verbal and emotional abuse that came against Mike Fleiss. After a conversation with Warner Brothers over the results of the investigation, he opted to leave. Fleiss was not formally fired. Uh, they said through a rep he decided to uh, and he declined to comment on anything else to do with the investigation. The new executives in charge are taking over a team that has reportedly been fractured by the ongoing internal culture war at The Bachelor wow. between the old and the new and has been uh, looking to change the image and embrace diversity. Word is that not everyone on the senior producing team is happy with the new bosses and their direction. Bam a lamb. <laughs> Bam a lamb. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There is a verdict in the Gwyneth Paltrow Utah ski slope incident from 2016. Gwyneth was being sued by a uh, uh, retired optometrist named Terry Sanderson, who alleges that Gwyneth skied into him on the slope and caused him permanent damage. He was suing for three hundred thousand uh, dollars. Gwyneth was counter suing, saying, "Nah, he ran into her and was suing for one dollar plus lawyers' fees." Here is the verdict from yesterday. Has the jury reached a verdict? Was Gwyneth Paltrow at fault? No. Was Terry Sanderson at fault? Yes. Did Terry Sanderson's fault cause Gwyneth Paltrow's harm? Yes. What percent of the fault do you assign to Terry Sanderson? 100%. Damages. What amount fairly compensates Gwyneth Paltrow for economic damages? One dollar. Oh. In your face. Bro. <laughs> and they brought out, too, they did. Um, what, um, the one dollar? No, 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 <laughs> no. When they called him back to the stand, too, because he said that he had, like, permanent, like, head injury and stuff like this. And they uh, they brought, uh, sat him on the stand, and they brought up, like, all his socials from 2016, where they're like, what about when you were traveling here? And what about when you were traveling here? You don't look like you're in pain on this lavish vacation or this lavish <laughs> <Got> vacation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't good for him. It wasn't that good. But, you know what they should have done? After all of that, like yeah. proving all that stuff, they should have had him in the court hand her the $1 bill. I know, I know. And that's a process, though. Uh, but here is uh, Terry Sanderson after the court case talking to uh, Extra. Did Gwyneth Paltrow touch you as she left? She did. The, her exact words, I wish you well. Very kind of her. That's all she said. That's all she said. Okay, and did you respond? I said, thank you, dear. 
I said thank you, dear. Bob, your lawyer even said, she, you know, she's a good person. She's a good mother. She's not lying. Terry's a good person. He's not a good... So somewhere in there, it's just, at the end of the day, along, he said, she said, there was nowhere anyone could go. Yeah, and, and of course, you get some assumed credibility from being a, a famous person, you know. You oh, can, you, damn. People just take that. Who wants to take on a celebrity? Really, no wonder I hesitated, right? It's difficult. Who wants to do that? Someone who learns lines and learns learns uh, how to play someone else's part and be believable, be oh. credible, and get awarded for that. Oh, Ooh, who wants to go down that path? Was that's that, you think so she was lying and with, in her no. version? Because Bob said no. I believe she thinks she has the truth. Oh, Yo, this man damn. looking to get sued for another dollar. <laughs> He's going to be short, too, by the end of the week. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Billie Eilish's uh, concert in Mexico City on Wednesday night was rained out. Organizers uh, wanted the crowd to go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Billy took to the stage to sort of explain everything that was going on. Because they, it was dangerous to actually have the full band and full production up. So she and Phineas came out and did a, a couple acoustic tracks. Cool, huh? Good for her. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I love it. I like that. Really good. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, Britney Spears. So Britney took off to Hawaii with her manager, mm-hmm. and she got out of the car and into the plane with no wedding ring on. No. And then Sam Asgari, her husband was seen out running errands while Britney was gone with no wedding ring on. Maybe they were getting it cleaned. No, 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 no. So they tied the knot last June after being together for five years. Yeah. And um, Britney went on social media. She posted like a shot of the two of them together, right? And in in the picture, she captioned it, Throwback to Mexico before I got married. So happy and silly here. <laughs> oh, what about the times after? What all about the, the time? All the happy and silly times after right? Mexico. And everybody's like, wait a second. Who posts before I got married? So happy here. Like, who puts the before I got married in there? If you're happy, you just be like, throwback to Mexico. What an awesome trip. Yeah. But nobody does. Throwback to Mexico before I got married, dot, dot, dot. So happy. I might. (laughs) (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, April Fool's Day was over the weekend. 
Ones? Um, Sarah Pauly. Hold on, let me read you this story. Who's Sarah Pauly again? Sarah, uh, Sarah, she's amazing. Sarah Pauly, uh, she won an Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, just recently, she's done a ton of stuff. She's an incredible director. Okay. Like a really, really, really great director. Um, but her, so she posts on social that she got a letter from the Academy, a very official letter from the Academy saying that she needed to send her Academy award back because they screwed up and it should have gone to all quiet on the Western front. Mm -hmm. They knew it at the time, but they didn't want to say anything because they didn't want another moonlight moment, um, blah, blah, blah. And she captioned the post by saying, my 11 year old daughter swung low for April fool's day this year oh wow trolls man trolls uh netflix and uh dave Pati- dave batista teamed up for an april fool's day prank um promoting a dave pa- dave batista stand-up comedy special I've never done stand-up comedy before, but Netflix paid me $10 million, so this is is an impression I do. It's of my Aunt Liz. It's five o'clock somewhere. (laughs) Knock, knock. Interrupting cow. Interrupting cow, moo. Moo. I messed that up. Pretend you didn't hear that. Okay. Um, Now, so Usher was doing a show on April Fools, and he did the like just to sort of troll his audience by like bringing somebody out. And I I think that this would have been funny had he used any other name. But there's literally one name that you should never use when trolling an audience. So here's Usher. I said I would have a special surprise for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. You guys want to know what that surprise is? Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, put your hands together for the one, the only, Beyonce. (laughs) Listen to that crowd. April Fool's. That's so mean. <laughs> also, isn't the rule you're supposed to get everything done by noon? Ah, who cares about that? Um, but That's yeah, so mean. You, can, you could use any other name. Yeah, you Bro. could use any other name, right? Anybody in the you cannot stand on a stage, no, and say, "Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Beyonce." Any other name? I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed. Right, because now, like. It goes from being, oh, my God, he pulled this joke, right? To people walking out of there going, Beyonce didn't even show. (laughs) Right? Like, we (laughs) got ripped off. Got (laughs) it. So what, no Beyonce then? Right? I know. He could have said Alicia Keys. Anybody. Right? Because they have songs together. Bro. (laughs) I wish people could see your little head nod. What? No Beyonce? (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you. Can't mess with people when it comes to Beyonce. It's just not right. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Do you hear this Drake song where he uh, sampled Kim Kardashian, and a lot of people say that he's trolling Ka- uh, uh, Kanye again? Yeah. Do you hear this? So take me out the club, take me out the trap, take me off the market, take me off the map. I'm trying to hit the group chat and tell them it's all. 
take them. I didn't here. come this far just to come this far and not be happy. Okay, remember that. So is that, I don't even know, is that a troll to... A hundred percent. Because later in the song, he uses other sound bites of Kim, Uh-oh. like in the song as a sample. Okay. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It's so good. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for all of it. <laughs> Whatever, Kanye. All right. All right. That was uh, from a 2001 episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians where he grabbed that. Hey, I didn't I didn't uh, realize this. So Drake last month did an interview with Lil Yachty. Did mm-hmm. you hear this? Where he was talking about considering a graceful exit from the music industry. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That went everywhere. I have that here. Um, I was trying to figure out, like, I mean, it, it makes... It makes sense, but do people ever, like, I'm trying to think of the last time somebody sort of, like, announced a retirement from from music, where they didn't just sort of walk away, right? But where they actually were planning a an exit from music. Like, it's, like, that's so rare. Where they do, like, a lead-up? Yeah, where, 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 where they, they say, this is it, I'm done, because it never lasts, right? Ban- well, every, every artist comes back, well, and then they Elton do John, the... John, he's on his big farewell tour for like three years. He's like a hundred, though, but but yeah. I don't think he's done that before. But like everybody, you know, announces this is the last, and then they come back. But Drake's a young guy. I feel like I'm kind of introducing the concept in my mind of a of a graceful exit. like, mm. and And almost just kind of... I feel like a lot of people that I've watched as the years have gone on, it's a really addictive, competitive space. And oftentimes you're like addicted to the, to the competition itself. And so, you know, you'll, you'll like, sometimes it'll baffle you. Like, why are these people still making attempts at trying to be present in the space? And then you'll realize like they, they probably, their, their needs and desires and their, soul was probably fed for so long off of being a guy or the guy that they can't let it go. And Mm -hmm. so I guess like what's left for me is just to find a way to gracefully continue. Like I'm not ready now, but to gracefully like continue making projects that are extremely like interesting and hopefully cherished by people and then to find the right time to say like i can't wait to see what the next generation does i'll still be around to like you know work with people or do a do a show here or there but Mm. i'm not going to like force myself Mm. to compete i would love to just see what the next generation um does like i I also really need like a house in turds yeah (laughs) Because yeah. <laughs> hip hop's different than other genres, right? Like it's very uh-huh. difficult to age in hip hop. Like your 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 legacy is a very much of the moment. Mm-hmm. It's not like rock or country or anything else where you look at even from 15 years ago, like the people who were ruling that world, yeah. can't sell a show. Mm-hmm. You know, Job Rule can't sell a sell an arena. No, not, way. not in North America. But not, he could totally do but, it overseas. But, but he was the biggest, like the biggest yeah. people in the game he's, he's don't a, have 40-year careers. Sure. He's, a, right? he's sure. a festival guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But when you look at like the, the sort of biggest people who have ruled that world, like they're, they're not, that, that, that industry isn't built for a 30-year career. Like it's just not. Yeah, that's what makes Jay-Z the GOAT. If you think about it, he's really the only one that's been able there to is, do so. Is there anyone else? Snoop, Right. Snoop and Jay-Z, maybe the only two that but I can think of. Snoop's relevant but, because he's pop culture relevant, though. Yeah. 
right? Because he's yeah. best friends with Martha Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So American history will be written today when Donald Trump becomes the first former U.S. president to appear in court facing criminal charges. Uh, he is expected to depart Trump Tower in his penthouse mm-hmm. uh, in Midtown Manhattan at about 1030 this morning, uh, closely guarded by U.S. Secret Service for an 11 a.m. arrival. I think he's cutting it close. Uh, at the uh, downtown offices of uh, the district attorney. Fingerprints, yes. Mugshot, no. Cameras in the courtroom, no. Mm. Uh, There will be a huge security operation underway with thousands of of NYPD uh, on hand to make sure everything happens uh, that doesn't get out of hand. Uh, After the appearance which should last about 15 minutes. Trump is set to fly back to Mar-a-Lago in Florida and deliver a speech at a rally. Okay. (laughs) So just a quick visit. Just a quick visit. And um, there was a... uh, They can't send someone to the hotel just to do the... No, 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 no. You got to go. You got to go downtown and get arraigned. Um, somebody on TikTok did a uh, version of Calm Down. You know when people used to remix the news and it used to be awesome? When this Trump is, started, when Trump became president, oh, all that stopped. Well, I know, but like right? when, oh, yeah, because you could do When Obama, do you could, man, like every speech oh, and Obama they were, did. And they were so well done, but this is where we are now. And I can't even understand this. Like remixing of the news used to be an art that like people were so good at. And now it's just awful. Listen to this. Hey, calm down, calm down. Girl, there's nobody putting my heart for lockdown, for lockdown, for lockdown. Is that supposed to be Trump? Yeah, it is Trump, I guess. Man, this is dumb. Right? It's not good. Like, I miss remixing the news. Like, I really, really do. They used to be so good. And you can't do that anymore. No. And they could have done it with Trump, but the problem was that he was so divisive that if anybody remixed the news, you would be seen as in some weird way supporting him. And nobody wanted that kind of smoke in their timeline. So yeah. people just stopped remixing. Like, everything became too serious, right? But when, when it was Obama, man, we had gems like this. Everybody knows and I feel left out. Girl, you got me, you got me stressed out. Right? Because <laughs> ever since I left the city, started wearing less and going out more. <laughs> Glasses of champagne out on the dance floor, <laughs> hanging with some girl I've never seen before. <laughs> you used to call me on my cell phone. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, WWE has sold slash merged officially with uh, Endeavor, which is the UFC. So Endeavor Group Holdings, World Wrestling Entertainment, they made things official today, unveiling a definitive agreement to form a new publicly listed company consisting of, yes, UFC and WWE. Endeavor will hold 51% uh, controlling interests with uh, WWE holding 49%. Vince McMahon stays on as executive chairman. Oh, he got to shave that mustache, though. <laughs> same thing. Uh, Dana White will continue his role as uh, president of UFC. They said together we will be a $21 billion plus live sports and entertainment powerhouse with a collective fan base of more than a billion people and exciting growth opportunities. 
So it is very exciting. How do you feel about that? I'm good with it. Does it change anything? Do you think? No, no, not at all. I just think that there's going to be a little bit more crossover action. You may see some of the UFC guys um, enter the WWE universe. Sean was saying our group chat was like so like lit yesterday. Actually, all weekend. (sighs) You were saying that um, Conor McGregor. Oh, 100 percent. They're going to try to work something. To bring made, him over, right? He's made for the WWE as, yeah. as a character. He'll be there yeah. within the year. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, good call on that. Uh, uh, WrestleMania went down last night. Oh, oh yes. Guys, I'm so tired. <laughs> what time did it finish last night? Like 11.45. Really? I was yeah. in bed. And then my alarm went up at 2.15. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. And, and what, was the, what was the big, uh, what was the headlining fight? Oh, Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes. Oh, Roman how was Reigns, it? And he kept the title. No, oh, it's kind of yeah, it's kind yeah, of yeah. junk. Everyone, for, we were for a split second. We were all like, "The Rock showing up. The Rock showing well, up." Well, he did something on social media where it really sounded like he was going to. Totally right? Listen to this. I'm so excited for not only all the matches, but especially the main event uh, with my cousin Roman Reigns, the Universal Champion, and to my family, my Ainga, my Ohana. Um, the entire bloodline, Jay, Jimmy, Solo, we're so proud of you guys. Kick ass, electrify uh, SoFi Stadium. Do what you do. It is in our blood. And who knows? Maybe, just maybe, down the road, I'll see you in person. Maybe. I'll just leave it at that. Right? Oh, yeah. Come on, Rock. Tease. It's been two years that people have been saying that The Rock and yeah. Roman Reigns are going to fight. Yeah, it was very, like... Not cool, huh? Yeah. I Don't, bet he shows up tonight. You think so? Think he's gonna show up at Raw yeah. tonight. Yep. Not a big enough stage. No, 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 no. no. The Don't Monday Night so? Raw after WrestleMania. WrestleMania yeah. It's like always the biggest Monday Night Raw. Yeah. For the entire year. Uh, Snoop showed up last night on WrestleMania and dropped an elbow on some <laughs> jabroni and oh, the night of it. Goodness, my God! He gave the Miz the people's elbow. The Rock's move. Yeah. He says out. Miz is out cold in front of 81,000 people. Snoop's got a right hand. Who knew? So that, by the way, was not planned. It was impromptu because Vince's son, Shane McMahon, came out because he was going to fight the Miz. And as soon as he jumps into the ring, he tears his quad and he's down and out. Like legit down and out. Oh, really? Where they had to get him out. And then they had all this time to fill TV time. Yeah. So then Snoop was just like, just went ham on Miz <laughs> and turned it into a match. Really? I like punched yeah. him and then like dropped an elbow, <laughs> did the people's elbow, everything. And, and he was great. Them. And he's getting a lot of like, a lot of love for it because a lot of, a lot of pro wrestlers in that moment would not know what to do, you know, to improvise. And Snoop, not a wrestler, improvised yeah. and made that entire segment gold. It was amazing. Yeah. How was Logan Paul on Saturday? What? Oh this guy God. is, yo, this guy is made, this guy is made for WWE, man. Yeah. yeah. And if he's only had six fights. I'm yeah. switching six. all my hydration to his, to his prime energy drinks, yeah. man. Jabroni juice? Yeah. I'm all in on prime. Really, huh? Yeah. That's crazy. That's nuts. No. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. During a uh, TV event on Saturday, Paramount President Keith 
Cox said, quote, our stars, speaking of Kevin Costner, the face of our show and the executive producer, we are very confident that he is going to continue with our show because there was all that story, uh, the the sort of chatter that he would be leaving because he didn't want to actually film anymore. He was Mm -hmm. cutting down all the shoot days. However, he did continue with this in a separate interview. They said the spinoff with Matthew McConaughey is, in fact, moving forward, whether Kevin Costner returns or not. So there is definitely going to be a Matthew McConaughey Yellowstone spinoff. And that now has nothing to do whether Kevin Costner returns to Yellowstone. But is it still in the same like the universe that we know, like he'll potentially, I don't know because mix and mingle with like rip and well, I, I, I don't know because um, the other spinoffs that they've done have all been sort of like prequels, right? Yeah. So there isn't a parallel timeline going on with Yellowstone, right? So unless, unless one. they create a new show that is like, you know, centers, you know, it's in Texas mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like maybe it's just another ranch show with ranch tings, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. just in Texas and not in Montana. Gotcha. Which to me makes the most sense for yeah. Matthew McConaughey. I'm down with that, right? though. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There you go. Uh, Pete Davidson on with Real Ones with John Barnthal's uh, podcast. Uh, talking about the public's fascination with his love life. Here's Pete. Look, I, 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 I da- I'm in my 20s and I've dated people. And t- for some reason, that is uh, very crazy and interesting to people. I don't think it's that interesting. I've been in show business for half my life almost for like 14 15 years uh, and uh on a national tv show and i am in 12 years i've dated like 10 people i don't really think that's that crazy but to some people it seems very interesting and uh that became sort of like all anyone would talk about i'm not on instagram i'm not like on social media i'm not like flexing you know what i mean and these people that i've dated like i met them at work like, I, I wasn't in anyone's DMs. No one was in mine. Like, I, I worked at one of the five Hollywood epicenters of meet people, where you meet people. Of course, yeah. And that's just who I was working with and who I was around. And, sure. like, that's how it happens. And I don't have control over, you know, like, a dude who's a paparazzi guy who's trying to, you know, feed his family For that's sure. trying to snag a pick. And then all of a sudden you're in this zeitgeist and everything that's spoken about you has zero to do with the work and that is a really feeling i don't i i think a couple things here one the the fascination with pete davidson and who he dates is i think two things one it was because ariana grande dropped that bde right and yeah. so people were fascinated in that um i also think that unfairly i guess is that people are fascinated because they look they think that pete based on his looks is dating way above what he should be dating i think that that's part of the fascination with him um but also like i and i he's going to talk a little bit about snl here where he felt weird working on snl because snl would goof on him so play the clip and then we'll come back when it's your own show uh, and, you know, like, I'd, I'd be sitting in the back watching the cold open and, you know, the cold open is topical political humor or whatever, whatever's in the culture. And and then making fun of you. And then you got to walk out and do a sketch next and hit your mark. And the show just made fun of you. So why are they going to laugh 
at you. Like, they just dogged you in front of everyone. You, f- you feel small. You feel super insecure. And I'm already a very insecure person. And now I'm insecure in the place I'm supposed to feel the most safe. And, like, it, you know, luckily we, we squashed it, talked about it, and fixed that part of it. But it took me a while before I felt comfortable to even say that. Yeah. And, yeah, it was weird. And it's still weird, you know? So I feel that Pete Davidson, if he had the control to say, hey, listen, don't goof on me in the in the cold open because it makes you feel weird. That's then he had the power to not say anything at all, because the, the thing with Pete Davidson on Saturday Night Live was I've watched the Saturday Night Live my whole life. And he was the first cast member where his time on the show was about him, mm-hmm. where he opened up about it's, everything. It's never been that way before. No cast member has ever spent and built their brand on SNL around the person they are out of character or out of the, the bits that they do. Especially when you would talk about rehab and girls, no girls, dating girls, no, but like every, every aspect of his life. Yes. But it was the girl stuff that he would sit on the weekend update desk and talk about his girls. Mm. Right. Like, and are we like, they're not supposed to then. So he made it about him, which if he had the power to sort of squash cold opens about him, it's he was then was he like had no power to not talk about himself or he just chose to talk about himself i like think he chose of course he did i right? found it funny that he was like well i made it i, I met all the girls i dated at work yeah, well, like, who says that well i mean when you work on snl i mean you're meeting uh, emily radikowski and ariana grande right i met like, jenna at work yes that's <laughs> true <laughs> yeah right? when jenna right? used to work here and she worked in hr yeah. right what do they call that dip in the pen in the company inc <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, this is huge. Uh, NASA is set to uh, announce the uh, four astronauts, three Americans and one Canadian, who will be tapped um, to complete a generation-defining mission to the moon's orbit, returning humans uh, deeper into the solar system than they have reached in five decades. This is scheduled to launch in 2024. Artemis II uh, will be the program's first crewed mission to the orbit of the moon, flying farther into space than any human since the Apollo program. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Why well, Artemis 1? Uh, I think they're on to Artemis 2 now, and then there's no, going to be... but what happened to Artemis 1? Oh, they just retire these things. And, oh, yeah. like it came back safely. Yeah, I, I think. Good. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have that here. Uh, but Artemis that, but that 3... Should, that Arte, they're already planning for Artemis yes, 3? Yes, because, because Artemis 3 in 2025 uh-huh. uh, will be the uh, world's most powerful rocket, and they're actually going to land more peeps on the moon. Like how many? I think like four or five, I guess. And so leave them there or do they come back? They get to come back. The price tag for that is $100 billion. Now, in this... Who in, the hell's running that organization? Okay, Dr. Evil? So, so here we go. So <laughs> $1 the, million. The, the Apollo missions from 68 to 72, right? Apollo 11, which was the first mission successfully to land people on the moon, yeah. cost $355 million. So you want to talk inflation. They went three hundred fifty-five million to one hundred billion. A billion, <laughs> right? Dollars. One hundred yeah. billion. Fulfillion gajillion. That's a lot of money. One hundred billion. I'll watch though. Laser beam. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
My kids listen right now. She has no idea what we're talking about because she hasn't <laughs> no. seen Austin Powers yet. Oh, Cat- no, Catherine, she Catherine, hasn't? no, Catherine won't let her watch it. Really? No, it's it's one of those weird things because I think is it's it just, because it, of the shagging stuff. Yeah, it's just super sexual, right? Like <laughs> Should we shag now or shag later? Yeah, like it's. I mean, now that you've said all that, I can probably watch it with her tonight. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Roxy, get to school. What are you doing? You know, you know, do I want to like sit there and watch people talk about shagging with Mike? I don't know, right? <laughs> I mean, like, if not you now, know, when? Especially that scene. When. Yeah, go ahead, say it. Say it. She's listening right now. Go ahead, say when it. They're taking all the like after he's unfrozen. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then the security guard hands in the box with all the stuff that's in the box. Yep. And he was like, that's, that's not mine, baby. <laughs> yes, that scene. Right? All that Oh, stuff? yeah, yeah, there's right? that. And then you remember when Dr. Evil and Mini-Me are behind the curtain silhouette? And they're, oh and they're, and they're doing stuff, that right? That's so funny. Okay, remember that scene? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, you know, I'm sure she'd find it funny. Oh, hilarious. Hilarious. She's YouTubing it right now. Right? No, she's yeah. not. No, oh. she Roxy, is go to not. school, yeah, damn it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, oftentimes, you get a uh, live action that becomes animation. You get animation that then becomes live action, and it's all within that world. But often, the the sort of span between them is almost a generation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Lion King and Beauty and the Beast and all this stuff. Aladdin. You're de- Aladdin. You're dealing with a whole new generation of kids. Uh, this is Dwayne Johnson making uh, a huge announcement with Disney yesterday. As you know, Hawaii means so much to my family and me, and the traditions of our ohana, or ainga, as we say in Samoa, were shaped by these incredible islands. The Pacific Islands and their cultures inspired a very special story, one that you all know very well. And that story is, drum roll please, That's right. We are so excited and happy to announce that a live-action reimagining of Moana is in the works. Moana, Grandma Tala, the music, the dance, Tafiti, Pua the pig, the village, the beautiful, powerful ocean, and one more. What's that, guys? Oh, yours truly. Hey, hey, the chicken. (laughs) Kidding. Hey, hey's going to be in it, but of course, Maui will be in it, too. Uh, It's still very early in the process. There's so much more work to be done, but until then... There is one more thing that I need to kick this journey off right. Hey, girls, do you want to get uh, that special thing that daddy needs? Wow, you guys are daddy's daughters. You are so strong. Thank you guys so much. We're going to go in the ocean. Yes. Oh, look at the love I have. Is daddy Maui? No. You guys want ice cream? Yeah. There you go. See, so daddy's (laughs) Maui. They ended up grabbing the uh, the, the scepter that yeah. Maui had in the movie. By the way, um, the animated Moana was yeah. only 2016. I know, I know. That's crazy. Like that, same, that same, same fans, same generation. Yeah. Which I, I can't don't... wait. I'm looking forward to it. I, we only just recently watched that movie. Oh, like in the past, it's so like, good. Hey, months. hey's the best. Yes. Hey, hey, the chicken. The oh chicken. my god. I know it's a lot. The hair, the bod. When you're staring at a demigod. What can I say except you're welcome? For the tides, the sun, the sky. Hey, it's okay, it's okay. You're welcome. So good. Just I'm just an ordinary demi guy. <laughs> oh man, looking forward to it for sure. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. How will the future look in 2050? 
That This is according to experts. So back in the 90s, futurists predicted things for like 2025, like in and around where we are now. They believed that we would be living underwater. We'd be riding in flying cars by this point. Mm-hmm. But now experts are sort of weighing in on what futurists feel will have us predictions for 2050. They say definitely uh, predictions include making contact with aliens. Already. Some fear that AI will enslave humans. Oh, my God. Climate change will make large swaths of the earth uninhabitable. They also say by 2050, uh, AI will, quote, profoundly reshape the world. There is a dark AI future where those who control AI will gain huge power, while 99% of the population will be disenfranchised. The AI lords will control the world's data and turn the rest of us into serfs. They also say by 2050, people will commonly implant chips inside their bodies and enhance themselves. The chips will monitor conditions within the body and enable people to stay in touch with their health. They also say in the future, uh, relatives who die may not really be dead and you'll be able to upload your conscious sort of like to a chat GPT type system. And so your family members will still be able to communicate with you Bruh. through a chat GPT type system. Look at that uh, show upload on Prime. That's exactly it. Uh, Maury, where do you think we're going to be in 2050? Do you have any predictions? Oh, I've always thought about this. I think that we'll be able to pay for things via trade. By a trade? Like if I want your car and you're willing to like sell it to me, I'll, I could trade you a money? book. A book or something. Can Don't, I just trade money? But isn't that going backwards? That's what it was in like 1850. Yeah, but with newer things. <laughs> okay. Like a new book? No, instead of like... <laughs> I'm going to trade you this book that just came out last week. <laughs> hold on here, hold on. You say that we're going to be so advanced by 2050 that we'll be able to trade for things? Yes, absolutely. Money we will all- be obsolete. We could trade. So, Oh, so there will be no money. No, you trade for things. You only trade for things. What? There'll be less anger in the world because you're not fighting over money. You'll just be like, oh, look, I like your necklace. Here's... Okay. You know, a, a piece of leather. In the year 2050, I find my dream house. What am I trading for that dream house? Yeah. What are you offering? No, no, no. Like, what would Mocha have to trade to get yeah. that dream he house? He could trade as a Honda minivan. You know a Honda I, minivan. So, more you understand. Like a Honda Odyssey. <laughs> for a dream house. <laughs> for my dream house. But maybe that person really needs a Honda Odyssey. Right? <laughs> so, Maury, you're predicting a 2050 future of, like, no finances at all. Like, the world economy has crashed? Crash. And, and speaking of Mocha's dream house, I also predict that we'll be building houses that are transparent. Okay. Like, completely transparent, allowing for entirely see-through homes. Which would benefit, for what reason? Like, you know, g- global warming or whatever. You would, you would bake inside of that if the sun hit it. You would melt. <laughs> your it would body's shoot warming, a, it, would, it, would, it would shoot a beam through your body. You would, you would die in your sleep from a, a hole in your head. From what? From the sun. We put in fans. Fans? No, you, that's why you have walls. You would live in a giant glass house and you'd be like, you know what we should do? We just cover up all that glass with somebody and somebody's going to go like brick. And you're like, yeah. And it's like really hot in here. Maybe we should do something like what could we do to like not make it hot insulation? Like you would just build a regular house (laughs) out of necessity. Okay. If the world economy fell, Maury, and we had to trade things. Okay. First of all, people would become savages and everything would be in disarray and every like thieves. It would be like so 
almost like post-apocalyptic kind of thing that you know that it wouldn't be long before Matthew was trading you for something. The Honda Odyssey. The Honda. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Still haven't seen the uh, Spider-Man uh, across the Spider-Verse. Oh trailer. my God, dude! Is it good? It is like amazing. Yeah. Like that first one was is my favorite Spider-Man movie, and this new one across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Like I think that they must have fit in every single Spider-Man like iteration of that character right. across every single comic book because the nerds are freaking out over yeah. the amount of spider man <laughs> that are there. <laughs> and the Easter eggs, oh my God, it's so good. It's um, so good. Elon Musk changed the Twitter logo to the Dogecoin dog. What? I don't know if you saw it, if you've been on Twitter no? today. If you go on Twitter, the yeah. Twitter logo is not the bird anymore. It's the... Oh, come on. It's the dog. The Doja dog. I guess because he was named in a lawsuit last year accusing him of racketeering over promotion of Dogecoin. Yeah. The, the cryptocurrency. So I guess because of that, he's changed the Twitter bird to the dog. How many people did he put on that project? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, have no, I have no idea. Come on, man. I hear ya. Um, oh, yeah, you um, did. Yeah. But not on the app, only on the website. Only on the website, yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Sarah Beth Lee was the American Idol contestant who made news a few weeks ago when she accused Katy Perry of mom shaming her. So Sarah's young, 25 years old, and has three kids. And when Katy found out, she was like, you need to spend less time lying down or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, making a joke, and then Sarah went on uh, on social on on TikTok and uh, and and was continuing on with American Idol despite uh, what she felt was being mom shamed by Katy Perry. And I guess that they made up. Something mm. happened where during the live shows and everything was everything was fine. Uh, so Sarah last night performs, and immediately after performing, just like walks off the stage and bails on the show. Listen to this. You don't have to. Days are over. You Sounds don't good, have right? Like, really good. Yeah. This opportunity is really rad, but this is actually going to be my last performance because uh, I'm my heart's at home, so I'm going to get home to my babies. They kind of need me, so. Aww. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. What, what just happened? She's going to leave? What's happening? Yeah, so they were like, what did she just do? And then I guess the producers got a hold of her and brought her back out so the judges, Katy Perry, uh, specifically could try and convince her to stay. I'm going home. It went a lot better than I thought it would. But I'm going to head home to get home to my babies. That was a mistake. But the thing I see in her is her fighting spirit. It's all to you. I feel like I'm not going to hold this show anyway, so I might as well just go home. I just want to see you. Sarah Beth, I know, life is scary. For sure. (laughs) I also know that it's easier to walk away than to be rejected. But then I also know that you lose out on your fullest potential. And I know that you love your family for your kids. I know that as a mother. But remember, self-love 
is just as big as motherly love. Mm. Don't leave the competition. You've opened a door you never thought you would open. And you got a yes. And you may get another yes in the future. Do not give up. I appreciate you. I'm really humbled and grateful. And Katie had some really nice things to say. Be nice if my kids were a little older. I understand how big of an opportunity this is. I still kind of want to go home. I'm sure that when I get home, I'll regret it. I probably will go. Damn, Sarah, you should have stayed and you should have done it. Man, that sucks. Damn. It's not easy for anyone. She went on, uh, yeah, so she did. So she went on on TikTok and and said, uh, I'm so grateful. I've never had this much uh, support with singing. But she also pointed out, which is interesting, that she didn't decide to audition for American Idol. She said that American Idol came to her. So they need her. So I guess American Idol, instead of the tradition of, you know, having hundreds and thousands of people line up like we've always been used to seeing, they now go on TikTok looking for people who they think will be great for the show. Then they ask them to audition for the show. They probably were looking to keep her, not because they thought that she would go far in the competition or maybe even win, but they need her because of the story that blew up. Right. They need eyes on the show. Yeah. To see what's going to happen with Sarah Beth. So I'm assuming that now Sarah Beth will has a better shot at a singing career than she did. Has do you she think maybe part American of the reason? I know she said she wants to be with her kids, but do you think since everything happened on the show that uh, people had been reaching out Bro, to her talk already? To, talk to anybody like, who's won American Idol. The worst thing for your career is winning yeah. American Idol. Like she's and, probably already got deals lined up, not lined up, but offered. Right? Yeah, I'm sure she. I'm sure she does, and I don't know what those contracts are like. Apparently, they're crazy. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Scarlett Johansson uh, doing an interview with the uh, Skinny Confidential Him and Her podcast. That is a mouthful. Wow. Um, talking about why she doesn't have social media. Here's Scarlett Johansson. I honestly am too fragile a person to have social media. I can't. I, my ego is too fragile. Really? Yeah. I can't deal with it. I haven't. I have so much. Probably smart though. My brain is too fragile. I'm like a delicate flower. I had Instagram once for three days. And when I started realizing that I'd spent 20 minutes looking at somebody's Instagram page who I will never, who is like, worked for a friend of mine who had, I'm I'm like, now I know you have a pit bull and two daughters and you live in like, Burbank. I was like, what? what am, I just wasted 17 minutes of time. Mm-hmm. I now feel like I should move to California, get this specific dog mm-hmm. and change my life in all these ways. It felt so <laughs> bad. Like I was missing out on this random person's life. I, I can't do this. I'm too fragile. Isn't Instagram the best? <laughs> <laughs> Scarjo, you don't know. She using it wrong? <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Donald Trump arrested yesterday. We all saw that. Uh, New York law enforcement uh, brought him in. This is on the uh, hush money scheme with uh, porn actress Stormy Daniels, who, by the way, her uh, search analytics have shot up like way, way, way up. I was just reading an article. Oh. Don't know where, but people <laughs> seem to know. Really? Oh. Yeah. Uh Trump pleaded uh, not guilty to 34 felony charges of falsifying business records in the first degree. 
Uh, on the drive to the courthouse, he went on Truth Social and said, heading to lower Manhattan, the courthouse seems so surreal. Wow, they are going to arrest me. Can't believe this is happening in America. In America. And then he dipped and uh, he sat in court, pleaded not guilty, and mm-hmm. then got back in the car, went to the airport, flew down to Florida. Uh, he was back at Mar-a-Lago in no time where there was all sorts of Trump supporters there where he said this. God bless you all. God bless you all. And I never thought anything like this could happen in America. Never thought it could happen. The only crime that I have committed is to fearlessly defend our nation from those who seek to destroy it. Now, I know cameras are were not allowed in the courthouse, mm-hmm. in the courtroom, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, did he have to say that he's pleading not guilty or did he uh, just do that I, through no, the, I, I his think lawyers? said he, they, that he wanted to say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. I think that you you have to. Um, and the sketch artist that they had in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Did you see the, the, the picture? <laughs> it's so rude. All sketch <laughs> artists are so... They're the like, devil, those people. Yeah. They really I feel are. like they go and they like really oh. amp it up, the troll job, right? Monsters. They draw monsters what, for a living. Because that's, that's what... That's how they drew Donald yeah. Trump as he looked like a monster. Yeah, but that that speech, I think a lot of people were thinking that it was going to be this like over the top, like thumping, whatever. But uh, yeah. his lawyers have like this is like there's no there's no messing around now. And then now you yeah. got to let lawyers do what lawyers do. <laughs> edit, you, edit, edit, and you can't you can't screw up, right? Yeah. So he was pretty subdued yesterday. Um, but yeah, sketch artist, man. I sat next to one once, and I thought they still drew on paper. It's very, it's all digital. It's like an etch a sketch thing now. No, it's on an iPad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With a, with I a stylus thought they still pencil. did it on like paper with a pen. No, 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 no. no. It's all, uh, it's all <laughs> iPad sketch. Yeah. Etch- no. When has anybody ever used an etch a sketch, Morning. My five-year-old has one. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of what it would look like, but you then you what? said I- iPod, and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Are you? They- iPad, sir. iPod yeah. hasn't existed in years. <laughs> God, next story. Like, I swear. <laughs> what was the... Uh, first of all, I, I think that you're confusing Etch-A-Sketch with something else. Etch-A-Sketch more is the one with the wheels. Yeah, I was thinking of what the size was and stuff, yeah. But you're thinking of the one that you used to write on with the, the plastic pen and then pull up the paper, with the carbon paper underneath it. Yeah, what was that? I don't know. You brought it up. But you reminded me. Well, you figure it out. <laughs> or were you really thinking about an actual Etch-A-Sketch? You think, you know how difficult Etch-A-Sketches are? You think somebody's going to draw a human in yeah. court with an Etch-A-Sketch? <laughs> there's, there's no break in the line. No. Making. You can only go left, right, up, and down. <laughs> Etch-A-Sketches were the worst. What a horribly frustrating toy that was. What a horribly frustrating toy Etch-A-Sketch was. Well, it kept you busy. Kids have it so easy these days, man. I swear. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, baseball history was made yesterday. What do you mean? Manny Machado was the first batter thrown out on uh, strikes because of the pitch clock. What? So they have a pitch clock now. Yeah. So if you're a batter, you can't be mucking about. You got to get in that batter's box and get ready to take that pitch. And if you're not ready, there's a clock. And if you run the timeout, they call strike. I thought. The clock was for the pitcher. It's for both. It's for both. It's for both. So hold on. So you have to, you're timed till you get to the 
to the box, I guess, the invisible box. Yeah, so you know in between pitches yeah. how jabronis, like, they just take forever. Yeah. Fixing the glove and tapping the foot. All yeah. those, there's a lot of people that think that that is baseball. You take baseball. a moment. Mm-hmm. You take a moment. Well, you got to get your ass back in there. Right. Okay. And so, so here, listen to the game yesterday. Also, the fans, by the reaction, they love this new rule. That's a strikeout. There's a violation. Ron Culpa just rung up Manny Machado. We're on the clock here this year, and that's an automatic strike, and it happens to be strike three. Here comes Bob Melvin, and somebody's been ejected. Looks like Machado. The inning just ended on a pitch timer violation with Manny Machado at the plate, and now it looks like his day may be done. That's an automatic strike three. Off to a raucous start in San Diego. Yo, we're two weeks into the season. (laughs) But also, like, I don't know if they take into account or how they adjust for it, but what happens if pitch one, you swing and miss and it's a strike. Mm -hmm. Pitch two hits you. But do you have to recover in 15 seconds? No. If the pitch hits you, you go to first base in baseball. Yeah, it's a walk. It's a walk. Mm, Automatic walk. Yeah, I guess. Even if it hits you on your foot? Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Even the foot? Yeah, man. You get to walk with the foot? You get to walk. Damn. Hey, I have another question about this. Is there an, uh, like an actual clock? Like, can they yes. see the timer? Yes. So they yeah, have to be able to. It's like, it's yeah. like, it's like basketball. Right, like there, that shot clock in basketball is like blatant. Yeah. Right, like where isn't it? right above the rim, right? No, it's a, it's above. It's actually on the on the backboard. Like that, above that's what the I mean. That's yeah, what yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah, yeah. So above, where yeah, are they putting yeah. it in baseball? Like on the field? I don't know. Well, I where don't, do you I, see it? I don't know where you see. It. I don't know. I haven't seen. It. I haven't seen it yet. But yeah, but that crowd loved that new rule, huh? <laughs> Damn. Right. In history. Yeah. In the worst way. Two weeks into the season. Right? Damn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Illumination CEO Chris Melodandri, Melodandri said that he intends, the goal is to bring Mike Myers, Cameron Diaz, and Eddie Murphy back for Shrek 5. Yeah. So we know Eddie Murphy had said not that long ago that he would do another Shrek in two seconds. And Mike Myers had said last year that if he had to do one Shrek a year for the rest of his life, he'd be thrilled. So we're looking like we're going to get Shrek 5 and then possibly a donkey spinoff. Yes. In some sort of shape or form. I don't know what that's going to look like. Movie or television show. Uh, But who knows? So there's more Shrek coming. I love it. I Uh, love it. Did you watch the Barbie trailer? I did. You did? Yes. It's fun, huh? It is. Looks crazy. Yeah. It's uh, really, really good. So it's all the Barbies and all the uh, and all the Kens, and it is ridiculous. So here's a little bit of the trailer. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Ugh. Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. It's a radio blast and goes cruising just as fast as she can. Now. I thought I might stay over tonight. Why? Because we're girlfriend, boyfriend. To do what? I'm actually not sure. Oh, looks like this beach was a little too much beach for you, Ken. If I wasn't severely injured, I would beat you off right now, Ken. I'll beach off with you any day, Ken. Anyone who wants to beach him off has to beach me off first. I will beach both of you off at the same time. <laughs> beach both of us off? Beach. Nobody's going to beach anyone off. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, By the way, the two <clears throat> Kens that yeah. you're hearing and that you see predominantly in the trailer are... Ryan Gosling, of course. Yeah. And sure, it's always off. Yeah. And uh, Simu Liu. Right. 
and uh, they were the ones talking about the beach off. Yes, and um, Michael Sarah plays Alan. Oh, this movie's going to be so good. It's so ridiculous. And I guess the way they're doing it is that there's a Barbie world that is within the regular world. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how, like, that works. But but Will Ferrell's in it. And his character is described only as mother. So I guess (laughs) he may be, like, the head of Mattel or something like that. I I don't don't know. But I think I guess what you get from the trailer is that Barbie and Ken, Ryan Gosling. Yes. uh, Ken, the... Barbie and Ken leave Barbie world and enter the real world and then right and they're all and and there's a ton of Barbies Uh, Kate McKinnon is a Barbie Um, but she's a Barbie that like you know when kids used to destroy Barbie and like put panel over their face and cut their hair and stuff like that Um, so she's that Barbie described as uh, so there's a a Pulitzer Prize winning Barbie there's a Supreme Court Justice Barbie there's a mermaid Barbie uh, there's a doctor Barbie a lawyer Barbie a celebrated author Barbie and Kate McKinnon's Barbie is does the splits (laughs) (laughs) Issa Rae is one of the Barbies there's a ton everybody's 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 a a Barbie Issa Rae is the president Barbie. Yes. Yes. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Chris Pratt on with uh, Drew Barrymore yesterday talking about what, sort of where he was in his life um, before he met his now wife, uh, Catherine Schwarzenegger. I've met Catherine. Uh, now it's been five, maybe six years ago. And God has a fast forward button, you know, like when it's right, boom, you hit, you're fall in love, you get married. You, now we have two, we have two beautiful daughters to add to, you know, my, my family. And it's just, it feels, it feels really great. And then I was, there was a moment in my life that I was really struggling and felt really broken. And, 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 uh, yeah, it was like coming to, for me, my own journey, like, you know, finding a higher power and, and, um, leaning on that and feeling and like being like, please save me. And then feeling saved and then shortly later meeting, you know, the woman of my dreams and being like, this is, wow, this feels great. It's all about timing and, you know, it's all, it's all, there's a perfect plan out there for you. And I think uh, you just got to have to have faith. And, and if you have, the minute you have faith, it falls into place. I think um, Chris Pratt's openness to discuss things like faith and, and, and purpose and all that stuff publicly being as famous as he is um, hurts him. I think, I think that so. I think a lot of people dislike Chris Pratt, mm-hmm. which I don't think. I mean, there's a lot of people who very much dislike Chris Pratt. And when you look at the reviews right now for the Super Mario movie. Oh, my God. Don't tell me they're bad because I already got our tickets for Saturday. So the the uh, critics reviews yeah. are at 54 percent. The audience no. score is 98%. Oh, okay. Okay? But when you go through and you start sort of reading, they seem a little personal at times. Oh, the that critic they, reviews? Yeah. Mm. Like it's, and I just, I wonder if people are just very much go out of their way to give Chris Pratt a harder time than they would maybe somebody else just because they don't like him. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's 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 kind of I don't I don't know. And maybe I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah. you just get the sense that anytime he does anything or says anything, the reaction to it is just so harsh. I wonder what the reaction is going to be like for like if it's going to be the, the same way with the critics when 
the new Guardians movie comes out don't in know. June. Yeah, don't right? know. Don't know. Because people love those movies. Yeah, but I'm with you. I'm excited to see the the Mario movie. And like one of the criticisms was that you know the old this movie is nothing more than a vehicle to sell video games. It's Mario, of course, <laughs> right? Yes, <laughs> like it's sure it's a Mario. Did I do that okay? It was great. That yeah. was pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, I like Mario. I like Luigi better, but I like Mario. Um. Anyway, so. That's uh, out in theaters now, right? Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so the invitations for King Charles III's coronation have been released. And up until this point, Camilla has been known as Queen Consort. Uh, the coronation is going down on May 6th. 2,000 invitations are expected oh. to go out. And uh-huh. on the invitation, it reads... For the coronation of their majesties, King Charles III and Queen Camilla. So no more Queen Consort Camilla. So she is officially going to be queen. Mm. Off with their heads. Yeah, I know. We should start calling her. (laughs) She parties, that girl. I watched that that show. She parties. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Amazon is bringing back Cruel Intentions. Do you remember Cruel Intentions? 1999. Reese Witherspoon, Ryan Phillippe, Selma Blair, Sam Michelle Geller. Of course, based on Dangerous Liaisons from, I think it was a book in like the 1700s or something like that. And then the other movie that happened. It wasn't around back then. What was it like? Shush you. Uh, the movie, of course, centered on a what, pair no of... no laughs? No. Why no I'm one found him No, I don't know, find that funny. That's not funny. It's not funny. Uh, I see how it no, is. No, it's not. It it's not funny. I see how it is. Nah. Y'all hating on the brown guy with all the jokes. Oh, my God. Damn. Damn. I see how it is. Oh, okay. So, hold on. You said they're bringing back Cruel Intentions? They're, they're, they're doing a television version of it for Amazon. Oh. Eight episodes have been ordered uh, for the original film that featured an all-white cast. <laughs> of course, I'm reading this story, right? right? Yeah. When I get accused of racism. Uh-huh. Oh, everyone laughs at the white the, guy's the, joke. The, the story of, like, all the rich white people. Yeah, the rich white school. <laughs> With their rich white problems. Uh-huh. Uh, do you remember the movie at all? Like mm-hmm. the plot of the movie? It was the two step siblings who made a bet that they could both seduce the one classmate. Sure. You don't remember it. Oh, do God, you? it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, hold on a second. That, that, was, with the, that was with the kiss in the park with the... Uh, what was the name of the song? What was this famous song at the end of it? And then the bittersweet symphony. And then, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah, everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's Shem's cry song. Right? Sure is. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's Shem's what cry happened? song. Spoiler alert! What happened at the end? Like they they caught someone or doing yeah. It, it all it or? all goes to hell. It all goes to hell for them. It wasn't uh, it for both of them. It, yeah, it didn't work. It didn't work out. But he had that cool car, right? Ryan um, Philippi. Are they? And uh, Josh Jackson was in that that uh, that movie too. Man, don't do this. Shem's going to cry. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So they found that if you want to live longer, instead of moving to a warmer climate, like retiring to Florida or Mexico, Mm. they say if you actually want to live longer, move to a colder climate. So research finds that moderately cold temperatures increase a person's longevity and decrease susceptibility to age-related diseases. 
They've studied worms, mice, and mussels and found exposure to cold temperatures resulted in longer lives. The lifespan of mice increased by up to 20%. Good for the mice. When the body temperature That's why we was do cold plunges. reduced. As of two years ago, it was determined that people living in colder regions of the world may live an average of 2.2 years longer than those who don't. That, ta- that takes into consideration factors such as gender, ethnicity, pollution, climate change, literacy rate, health care, all that other stuff. If you're living in the cold, you're living longer. That's just the reality of it. Yeah, but by two years? Well, 2.2163. Okay. No, I'm talking like, I'll move if it's five plus years. Right. I'm not moving, like, whatever. You're not doing that? If I die on a beach in Cabo. Yeah. And it's 40 degrees outside? Yeah. Two years before I would die if I lived... Like North North? Right. Mm-mm. You're not trading. No. No. You? No. <laughs> Thank you. Hell no. There's no way. You think I'm going to go choose to live somewhere cold? Yeah, no. Where it's like colder all the time? Like yeah, I'm going to go North? The heat, the humidity. Yes. Right? Yes. All day, every day. Yes. I don't want to live in the cold. 2.2 years more, you need that. <laughs> Take all the time you can get. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, a message from Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman has gone through multiple, multiple rounds of uh, having uh, spots on his face looked at by his doctors, um, checking for various types of cancers. And uh, and Hugh Jackman is back now on social with yet another video because every time he shows up with a bandage on his face somewhere, he's very cool about being very upfront with what's mm-hmm. going on because he doesn't want people talking and speculating and everything else that's happening. So this is uh, Hugh Jackman. Uh, hey guys, so uh, I wanted you to hear it from me just in case someone sees me on the street or whatever. Um, I've just had two biopsies done. I just went to my doctor, Dr. Iron, who's awesome. And she just saw little things could be or could not be basal cell in her opinion. She doesn't know. I'll find out in two or three days. And as soon as I know, I'll let you know. Just to remind you, basal cell in the world of skin cancers is the least dangerous of them all. However, if I can just take this opportunity to remind you, summer is coming. For those of us here in the Northern Hemisphere, please wear sunscreen. It is just not worth it. No matter how much you want to tan, trust me, trust me, trust me. This is all stuff that happened 25 years ago. It's coming out now. Put some sunscreen on. You'll still have an incredible time out there. All right? Please be safe. Wow, yeah. Hugh Jackman. I know, I know, but he's very, he's very upfront about it. And people it, would just assume, like, you know, it, it sucks that he has to go out on social. I mean, great message, yes. right, to remind people. But to his point, he doesn't want to be seen no. out in public because you may assume. The worst, right? The absolute worst. Yeah, because he's so right? beloved that yeah. you, you know, you, you know, he's got, and the bandage is like right on his nose. Like it's right in the middle of his face. You can't conceal right? that. You, you can't, no, you, you can't, uh, you can't conceal that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Super Mario, out of the gate on Wednesday, despite the mediocre r- reviews from critics, but the incredible reviews from fans so far. Forget those critics. Took in $26 million on Wednesday for what is going to translate into a potential $86 million three-day total and a $127.5 million long weekend five-day total. Bro, this movie's, a, this movie's a monster. Yeah. Come on. I know you got your tickets for this weekend. Yeah, I'm heading yeah. out to the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> uh, I'm actually pretty excited. I'm surprised that they, I'm 
you know, for as popular as, as Mario is, I'm surprised that since the 93 live action movie yeah. that they hadn't tried to, to do another one. Right, yes. especially during the time when Mario Kart. Remember, like maybe ten years ago, Mario Kart like really took off. Yeah, or more than ten years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah, yeah. Uh, when the Nintendo Wii came out. Yeah, I thought it's they all, would try to capitalize on it's that. All but... licensing and everything. Sure. Hey, did you guys watch that Tetris movie? Not yet. No, I'm gonna watch it's this really weekend. Great. Is it's it good? Really, yeah, because I, I saw the. Did you see the documentary years ago? No. The documentary is incredible. Yeah. Like the documentary on Tetris. I think it might be on Netflix. I don't even know. Uh, where Apple, I TV. No, Apple, Apple TV. Apple TV. Yeah. No, no, no. The documentary. Oh. Okay, yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't know where I watched it, but it was years ago because it's such a fascinating story about um, it's less about the video game and more about the USSR. And oh, wow. yeah, because Russia, because Tetris is Russian, yeah. right? And and so it, it's a story of um, like intellectual property and fighting and rights. And it's, it's a crazy, crazy story. Tetris is a wild ass story, but the movie on Apple is really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. It's okay. really, That's really, really good. Yeah. So check that out. The Roz and Mocha show podcast. podcast. Uh, Seamus power, um, at Augusta national, the uh, masters round one starts today, but, uh, yesterday two back to back hole in ones. From one guy? From one guy. Listen to this. It's Seamus Power, downhill, 114 yards. There has not been a hole-in-one yet today. That sure sounded like a hole-in-one word. It's a Seamus Power on nine. Have the proper speed. It looks good. Seamus Power. It was, Hold on uh, a second, they were, they were doing, it was a par three contest, right? So they were only hitting par threes. But this doesn't count towards. No, 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 no. It's uh, the tournament <sighs> starts today. Yeah, yeah. You wasted yeah. it, bro. Yeah, but on a, on a par three contest, hitting back to back hole in ones, you got to be kidding yeah. me, man. Right? That's incredible. <laughs> incredible. Shout out to the par threes. Right? But it still doesn't go towards. No, his, no, no, no. Right? His score no. to get the green jacket. No, 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 no. Nothing Damn. like that. That's got to be a lot of pressure, though. Now yeah. you're going into the weekend after back to back holes in one. Yeah, you're the guy. Do you say holes in one or hole yeah. in ones? Holes in one. Holes in one. Or hole back to back. In ones. No, hole in ones. Isn't it? Hole in ones. Holes in one or hole I, in ones. Let's go to our English major, Damon Mori. Is it hole in one or holes in one? Hole in ones. Hole in ones. No, it's got to be holes in one. Holes in one. Yeah, no, because two that, holes. that means there's two holes in one hole, according to you. What? No, two holes. And yeah, but if you say holes one in ball, one, two holes. If you say holes in one, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know though. It might not have been the same ball. It might have been two balls, two holes. Right? You don't know. You don't know. I didn't mean to say that. I swear. Yeah, yeah. Because when you're that lucky, you want to keep that ball safe, right? Absolutely. So you might you might switch it up and use another ball. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we can figure that out. Is it is it hole in one or is it holes? Is it hole in ones or is it holes in one? The it's interesting. Act, the act is a hole in one. Yes. So if you have the two of them, it's hole in ones. He got two hole in ones or he got two holes in one. Interesting. According to Google, hole in ones. But according, what do you mean according to Google? What does that even mean according to Google? According to Quira... What? Cora. Okay. They also tell you how to cover up a murder on that website. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
one body, two holes. That's that's always the recommendation. <laughs> seen that movie. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, do we have time for Matt Damon? Always have time right. for the great Matt Damon. Matt Damon talking to Jimmy uh, Fallon. Air is out uh, in theaters now. A lot of people really, really loving this movie. This is uh, Ben Affleck directed about the two guys who struck the deal with Michael Jordan's mom to come up with the Air Jordans. Uh, and and they went kind of like all in on this movie where this is the return of Matt Damon and Ben Affleck working together. I know a lot. We know that they're friends and everything. Yeah. Um, but this Best is uh, this is uh, Matt talking about uh, whether they went over budget or not did you go over budget uh in three places we went over budget we went over budget but in in all really good places we went over budget in construction because we were moving so fast that we had the construction teams working 24 hours a day to build the sets because or else we were going to run out of stuff to shoot so we had budgeted 33 days and we shot this in 24 so we we were moving really fast without even trying to um and then we went over with our, we, we had budgeted certain, we had allotted a certain amount of money for cast, and then we got this cast, so we paid more. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah you got and it. we were very happy to pay more. And, uh, and then we went over budget on uh, food trucks. Because we had you're food smart, trucks. You're yeah. a smart guy, you know how to throw a party. Well, we've been doing this for a long time, and we know what matters. Secret? And, like, you know, people are coming out and they're like, Wait, there's a Korean barbecue truck. Yeah, today. that's exactly what I do. <laughs> yeah. It so, makes everyone happy. Yeah, it was really, really, it was the most fun either of us have ever had making a movie, and we've had a lot of fun making movies. Hey, that's listen, the way to do it. If you're going to go over budget, food trucks for the staff? It's the way to do it. That's how you get it done. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, so back in the day, there was all this controversy when uh, Diddy sampled Every Breath You Take by the police for I'll Be Missing You. Mm, classic and, song. Right? Oh, and, it's a great song. And was there permission? Was there not permission? All this stuff. And then over the years, it, it, it was realized that Sting... And Diddy settled on whatever. And so Diddy... Because the, the, the original sample, of course. Yeah. Police. So what happened now? Let me guess. They're fighting? No, 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 no. They're not, they're not fighting. Uh, it's all settled. It was settled years ago. But Diddy has a correction, though. So Diddy posted a video. This was an interview with Sting from 2018, where Sting threw out a number that he makes from just the sample that Diddy used. Is it true that Diddy has to pay you two grand a day because he didn't ask permission to sample every breath you take? Yeah. Wow. For the rest of his life. <laughs> wow. But did he ask you for permission? Yes, he did. After the fact? Yes, he did. It was after. We're very good friends now. So, so, so the, the claim was $2,000 a day is what Diddy pays him. But Diddy reposted this video. Yeah. And in the caption, all Diddy wrote was, nope, $5,000 a day. Love to my brother. <laughs> Five grand a <laughs> that's day. What, that's what Diddy is claiming. That's a different kind of money, though. That he pays Sting yeah. you look shocked still like you have after all these years. That's $1.8 a year. Yep. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yep. For the rest of his life? Yes. Yes. Wow. Bro. Yeah. Every breath you take right? is money. It would have been cheaper if he and Sting had a kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you want to go half on a baby? Right? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Reese Witherspoon and Tom Brady's reps are clearing up rumors that they're dating. 
I didn't so, even know this. Well, because because Reese just recently last month announced uh, her divorce from her husband of almost twelve years, Jim Toth, and then I guess people had been talking because Tommy Giselle and whatever. Uh, anyway, so both of their reps, both a rep for Reese and a rep for Tom, told People Magazine Reese's rep said that these rumors are completely false. Hmm. Brady's reps also confirmed that the rumors are completely untrue, quote unquote. And then another source said that the two haven't even ever met. Jeez. So how does all this start? Rumors. I think people are just wishful thinking that it would be kind of cool if yeah. Tom Brady and Reese Witherspoon were together, like, I guess. Both recently divorced. I guess. I don't know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Todd Phillips on Instagram um, posting, uh, that's a wrap. He goes on to say, thanks to these two and the amazing cast and the best crew in the film industry has to offer from top to bottom. Going to crawl into my cave now and put it all together. And it was brand new pictures of uh, Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn and uh, a shot of uh, Joaquin Phoenix as Joker. So they have wrapped filming. Damn. And when do we know when the movie's coming out? Yeah, October 4th, 2024. Oh, oh, wow. Yes. That's a full year and a half, bro. Yes. October 24th, 2024, especially because the first one came out in 2019. Like, that's yeah, yeah. five yeah, years. Yeah, they got to spend time with this one. Five and you know years. what that means. This is going to be a long-ass movie. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but the new shot of Joker, because up until now, all the shots of Joker uh, that you've that have been released from set, his makeup is sort of like all rubbed off and, and everything yeah. else. Uh, where this one, he's in full, like, like brand new makeup fresh. so fresh and lady Before gaga looks chaos. awesome she yeah. looks awesome in it yeah yeah nice. the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast uh the live action little mermaid starring uh hallie bailey uh will have some of the songs updated to reflect modern times they say songs like kiss the girl and poor unfortunate souls uh had their lyrics modified uh, Alan Mankin, who co-created the original soundtrack, said there are some lyric changes in Kiss the Girl because people have gotten very sensitive about the idea that Prince Eric would in any way force himself on Ariel. Poor Unfortunate Souls also has a line that was revised where Ursula says, quote, the men up there don't like a lot of blabber. They think a girl who gossips is a bore, yet on land, it's much preferred for ladies not to say a word. And uh, Mankin says, we have some revisions in Poor Unfortunate Souls regarding those lines that might make young girls somehow feel that they shouldn't speak out of turn, even though Ursula is clearly manipulating Ariel, giving her bad advice, right? So why fix that? That's just a bad character doing a bad thing. I wonder if they just figure that then they would have to change. Like if they change two things and they got to go back and change everything. But that's the whole point is Ursula's the baddie and no, she's manipulating she the voice. It. So she's saying, listen, up there in that world, they don't like girls who talk. So yeah. give up your voice. Like it's part of the manipulation play mm. as opposed to anybody thinking that she's coming from a kind place with her advice. Like she's trying to help. She's not trying to help at all. I know. I know. Like at all, so I'm sure somebody more people will find something to complain about. I'm sure movie, they, I'm right? sure they will. But uh, but you know, kiss the girl. I I understand. Uh, kiss but, the girl. Uh, kiss the girl. Well, how does that song go? All I know is kiss the girl. Yeah. Who sings that one? Is that the is that Sebastian? The Sebastian the crab. Can you do you know all the characters, Little Mermaid? Uh, no, just Ariel, Sebastian, yeah, Flounder, yeah, um, Ursula, yeah, <laughs> King, yeah. <laughs> Not all of them. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.